Hey there, and welcome to the Pickle Jar Podcast. This is Jill, your host, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode. This is a very special episode for me. This is episode 99, and it absolutely blows my mind that we've done 99 episodes together. And thank you so much for listening and joining me. I wanted to do this episode a few days ago. What I wanted to do was, because we have so much information here already at the Pickle Jar Podcast, I wanted to kind of introduce myself again to everyone, to the new listeners that maybe haven't gone back and listened to some of the past episodes. Um, And I wanted to wait till today because today is the 12 year anniversary of when I was diagnosed with Addison's disease. So it's a very, I guess you can say it's a very special day for me. Um, It obviously changed my life in a lot of ways. And I wanted to kind of share with you a little bit about myself and a little bit about that journey in the last uh, 12 years. And then I have... um, some things that some quotes that I found today that I wanted to, to share with you as well. So, um, so basically I'm Jill, I live in Canada. Um, I was diagnosed with primary, like I said, primary Addison's disease 12 years ago, I was uh, 35 at the time. Um, I had lived with um, Addison's disease all my life, because my dad was diagnosed with primary Addison's disease before I was born. So it's very much, it was just part of my existence in my world people had Addison's disease. Um, Looking back now, we didn't have a lot of safety precautions in place for my dad. And I think that was um, on the fault of the medical community uh, for not giving him those tools. Luckily enough, my dad never had any, um, nothing major crisis or anything like that, that he had to deal with um, over his lifetime. But unfortunately, when my dad was 56 years old, he, he did die of an adrenal crisis after surgery. Um, and it was at that moment that was six years before I was diagnosed. So it was in those moments when we lost my dad, that I learned a lot about myself, things that were changing in my body. I was 29 at the time, things that were changing that I kind of, you know, kind of thought were normal. I didn't realize that my body was getting sick and that something was happening. Um, some of the things that had had salt cravings all my life for one thing. Um, back when I was a teenager, it was, you know, salt on bread. It was salt on apples. It was salt on absolutely everything I ate. And we kind of always took that as, you know, I learned from my dad. It was just kind of a lifestyle thing that I picked up from him having to consume so much sodium because of his Addison's. And then when he was in the hospital and we lost him, uh, I made comments, a random comment about not having hair on my legs anymore. And my sister kind of looked at me funny and I'm like, I haven't had hair on my legs in, in years. And she told me that, you know, dad doesn't have hair on his legs because of his Addison's disease. So it was a red flag. And, um, I got tested after he passed away just with your basic blood work, your sodium, potassium, and cortisol, and everything seemed fine. And then, you know, life kind of continued on And over the course of the next six years. And as you know, with a chronic illness, we, we slowly get sick and our normal slowly changes. So I took my new normals into, you know, I just kind of blamed them on life. You know, I was a mom, I was busy, I was stressed. If you've listened to past episodes, you know, my, my first husband passed away when I was pregnant with my son. You know, I've had a lot of trauma in my life and I carried a lot on my shoulders. So the depression and the fatigue and everything I was feeling, I put it up to just a life. This is life at, you know, 35 and things started to progress and it got worse and worse and worse. And I had, I noticed, started to notice the hyperpigmentation. 
And I was, um, I did some math. I was sleeping a lot. I was getting up in the morning, completely exhausted, barely being able to wake up. And as soon as I was putting my kids to bed, I was going to bed as well. So I was getting about, you know, 10 hours of sleep. Plus I was napping during the day and I did some quick math and I realized over the course of a year, I was sleeping a month of my life away. And I'm like, Hey, at 35, that is not normal. There is something wrong. So I went into my family doctor, mentioned the hyperpigmentation, mentioned how I was feeling. We talked more about the family history and I'm very lucky that I have a family doctor that listens. And he tested me for Addison's. And within a very short period of time, before I went into a crisis, I was extremely thin. I was cold all the time. There were so many symptoms. You can go back and listen to the, my first episode, if you want, where I talk a little bit about more about my story, but it led to me being diagnosed with Addison's. And one thing I've learned over the, the last 12 years is, um, and when I was diagnosed, let me kind of go back to that the day. So 12 years ago today, when I was diagnosed, the endocrinologist did not provide me with very much information. I've gone through, I think, four endocrinologists um, in the last 12 years. Three that I like. Um, I just changed the other ones um, because of the second one didn't want to put me on the pump um, because it was new technology and he was, you know, unfamiliar with it. So I just switched to another endocrinologist to do that. I left her. I love her. But I left her because of dissidence and now I have an endocrinologist closer to home. So, um, but basically the day that I was diagnosed 12 years ago, I was basically shoved out the door. It was like, here, you have an illness, take your medication twice a day and have a nice life <laughs> kind of thing. I wasn't giving a lot of information, a lot of guidance. And like I said, I was very lucky to have a family doctor that provided that with me, that he was, you know, proactive about my quality of life. And that's something I've really learned in the last 12 years is I need to be proactive. I need to advocate. I need to push. I need to ask questions. I need to build my toolbox of strength and move forward with this illness. And yes, it's, it really sucks that I have an illness. And, and, but there's so many people in this world that have illnesses that push through and can find a way. And one thing I've learned in the past 12 years, again, is how amazing my body can be, how amazing what the things I have learned have been absolutely incredible. So when I look back and reflect on these last 12 years, that's what I'm trying to do today. I'm trying to not remember a day that obviously changed our lives. Like I can still remember my neighbor uh, took my kids while I went to the endocrinologist appointment with my cousin and I will never forget when I came back my daughters were um gosh I can't even remember so 12 years ago they would have been like six and my son was about nine and I I went to pick them up and my daughters came to the door to get ready to go and I remember the neighbor called called my son and I will never forget him coming to the top of the stairs and the look on his face when he looked down at me and um, I could just see the fear. And he was asking me with his eyes, like, what, like, what, like, what happened? And I just remember looking at him and saying, mommy's got Addison's disease. And I just, re I remember seeing his heartbreak. So on today, one thing I, I, I mean, I remember those moments, and it does, it still breaks my heart. And, and it breaks my heart to think in the last 12 years, the ups and downs that I've had, 
um, the things my my kids and my family have had to deal with the things we've had to learn. We've had to learn about and not having the guidance from the medical community, the way I think we should, we should have with Addison's disease, you know, going through those ups and downs together, learning about medication, learning, you know, all these things fighting for my quality of life have led me to today, but I've learned so much. There, there's been so much heartbreak, so much fear, so much unknown. Um, but I, like I said, I've learned so much and I did it because I was proactive. I went from medication twice a day to three times a day. I went to six times a day. I kept pushing, trying to find answers, trying to figure out how to make my quality of life better. Because when I got sick, I forgot what normal was like. I started to forget who I was. And not only did I want to do that, find me for me, I wanted to find me for my kids. And I wanted them to see see who I really, I really am. And I had to fight for that. And it's been a 12 year journey and there's still going to be ups and downs. And, but I've come so far. So some of the milestones I've had is like I said, changing my medication, working with my family doctor, constant blood work. It's been a lot of work, but looking back in the last 12 years, it's been worth it. I started the pump about six years ago and that was for me life changing. Again, go back, listen to the episodes on the infusion pump. Go back. We have Aaron's episode on the infusion pump. Go back and find something that inspires you to move forward with this illness. It is possible. But the biggest thing I've learned is to love myself. And when I started to love myself enough to take care of myself, that was game changer as well, because we put ego into so much thing, so many things. We judge ourselves. We have self-doubt. We feel that we don't deserve. I would feel that I didn't deserve for a lot of reasons. I, I, I had, you know, reasons not to feel like I deserve to feel better and that this was going, you know, kind of been told, you know, this is life with a chronic illness and kind of accepted that as my new normal. And I finally decided one day I didn't want that to be my new normal. And I started to take those baby steps. So living with Addison's disease, although there's been so many struggles, like I said, unknown fears, heartbreak, you know, I can't imagine for my kids what they live with every day. They know the reality of this illness. I've been very honest and open with them. They've seen me with low cortisol days. They've seen me in crisis last June when my potassium spiked and I was, you know, there's a potential that I was going to go into cardiac arrest you know, I can't imagine what it was like for my daughter. She was waiting for me at the ER and I, when they pulled me out of the back of the ambulance, I tried my best, like my goal to get to the hospital was just to be alive. <laughs> I'm like, just be alive. When they pull you out, that's your goal. Don't do it for yourself. You got to do it for your kid. And I calm myself down as much as I can. And I remember them pulling me out and look, I just turned my head and she was in between the double doors of the ER. And I remember giving her the thumbs up. And I remember as I gave her the thumbs up, just see, I could just see the relief wash over her body. Kind of like, okay, mom gave me the thumbs up. She She's okay. And I can't imagine what that's like to live with. And for me, I just want to be a role model for them. And this is, I guess I want to call it the gift I've been given to be a role model for them. You know, I hope one day when 
when I do die <laughs> and they're at my funeral, I hope they can laugh and I hope they can, I, can, I hope they can say, you know what, my mom, <laughs> my mom made a lot of mistakes and wish her cortisol was low. It was rough. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't fun, but you know, but my mom, my mom never gave up and she kept fighting and she kept trying and and I just hope that they put that into place in their own life and I really truly believe I've already seen that in their own lives I've, I've seen them kind of you know model what I'm doing and not give up and and with that you know looking back would I change having Addison's disease no I wouldn't um ask me that on a low cortisol day perhaps I might give you another answer but um most of the time I try to take a moment and I try to find the gifts I've been given and Addison's disease has given me a lot of gifts it's given me an opportunity to learn about myself to love myself which has taken me out of some horrible situations um it's given me an opportunity to be a role model, I hope, for my kids. My dad had Addison's disease, and it's given me an opportunity to live in his world and just to appreciate him a little bit more. And that's one thing I wish I could do. I wish I could just hug my dad again and say, I get it. <laughs> and, and you guys know this is my fuel for this podcast is that we all need to hear that voice that says I get it and another amazing gift that I've been given from having Addison's disease is learning to love myself and then I've loved myself enough to take a chance <laughs> to do this crazy podcast um, not having a clue of what I was doing I jumped into this podcast like I said, we're at 13,000 downloads, listened to in over 50 countries, and it just absolutely blows my mind, the love that I've received from you guys, and that that alone is something I wouldn't change, that I've built this family up just by sharing, and I'm just so grateful really for being on this journey because life is about learning and taking I'm going to say the opportunities in front of us I was given an opportunity of having an illness and I learned from it I grew from it I've been scared from it and I'm going to be scared again and but it's I've allowed it to open up my heart and improve my quality of life. And today, on my 12-year anniversary, I'm very grateful for that. So so thank you again. One thing I would like to do is um, share with you a couple quotes that I found today. Um, one is, gratitude and attitude are not challenges, they are choices. And like I said, not every day. I'm not perfect. Trust me, I get angry some days still. Um, but most days I try to choose gratitude and I choose my attitude to move with this. And this one thing I love reaching out with you guys is you guys put my attitude and my gratitude back in check. And we do that for each other. And that's 
just so important. That alone is life changing. And this one I thought was very appropriate for Addison's disease. Um, there is a calmness to a life lived in gratitude, a quiet joy. And when we can find that gratitude in our struggles, it really does. It changes your mindset. And with Addison's disease, if I can calm myself and find gratitude, it has a direct impact on my cortisol levels and my quality of life. And that alone is a skill that I've learned and has, again, it's been life-changing and I need to be reminded of it sometimes and it needs to be perfected still, but I'm going to keep working on it. I'm going to keep moving forward with this illness. I'm going to keep trying to find ways to improve my quality of life. And, and I just want to live life. I just want to be happy. And, and that's all I ask for. And I would like to thank you guys for being on this journey with me and coming into my family. I appreciate it more than you will ever know. Um, <laughs> like I've said before, go back, listen to past episodes. Um, this is like the only space that I cry in because you guys, cause I know you guys get me and I appreciate that beyond words. So thank you for listening today on, if you're listening today on March 14th, March 14th, 2011, this girl was diagnosed with Addison's disease and a fire was lit to advocate for herself and then that fire grew and now you know my passion is to advocate as best as I can for all of us and thank you so much again for joining me and until next time please be well my pickles <laughs>